This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text flash film to 74121. That's one word flash film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Let's get this show on the road. What's good? Really good, everybody. What's really good? Today, we're going to have a simple conversation. We're going to talk about the bare minimum requirements of skill set that you need to start a video production company. Because a lot of people think it's some crazy astronomical PhD in lighting and the, the how it bounces off the skin and blah, blah, blah. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Today, that's what we're going to talk about. The bare minimum skill set that you need to start a video production company. Next week, we're going to do photography. This week, we're going to do video. But first, you know what we got to do? We got to roll graphics. Let's do that. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera... Buckle up, because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. What's going on, y'all? This is your first time on this channel. My name is Ty Turner. I'm a former Army combat photographer and the owner of Flash Film Media, which is one of Texas' most trusted production companies. And this channel right here is about getting that bag. If you want to learn how to make your girlfriend look a little cuter via Photoshop, this ain't it. This channel was designed to help you understand the business side of content creation. So I'm going to go ahead and ask that you hit that like button. If you're watching in my comments, you know how I like to do post where you're from so we can uh, we can make sure we represent everybody all over the world. And let's get right into it. First things first, you know how we do. Um, and I try to make sure we do it while we live. Our sponsor today is us. 
Over at Flash Film Academy, we have a contract pack that is designed to give you all of the contracts you need real quickly. Our contracts ain't one of those cheap contracts you buy online or download for free that a lawyer can go through with his eyes closed. Our contracts are designed to have real life situations in them, right? We went out and we conducted interviews with people who work in different industries to find out what they were running into. I'll give you an example, wedding photographers. You want to make sure that you're not to blame if grandma hold up a big ass iPad and you missed the first kiss. You want to make sure that if you are a drone photographer and it is raining or wind blow your drone in through their front window, that you're not liable for that. They actually have homeowners insurance that will cover things like that. But if you don't have it in your contract that their homeowners insurance is to cover that, their homeowners insurance may come after you. There are different clauses for different type of contracts. What happens if you hire a second shooter and you catch them handing out business cards? Who's bringing what gear? Those are things that are on each contract pack. So I highly encourage you to check them out. There's a discount code over at um, flashfilmacademy.com. We actually have a whole, uh, we got a whole graphic for it. I'll pop it up in a few, but I want to make sure that you all are, you know about it and you know the difference between our contract and other contracts. They're not just a standard contract that you can download over somewhere else. Well, that's actually the uh, podcast contract. And here you go. Just the contract pack. You can buy them individually or you can buy them as a pack. The choice is yours. There you go. If you're going to do everything, if you if you're in video production and you do different type of jobs, you may get the pack. If you do one or two things, you can buy them individually. There you go. No one. Now, you know, and knowing is half the battle. So let's talk about some things, right? Because I want to make sure that you all understand what it takes to get into the business side of things, right? Right now, if you're shooting business to consumer or you're shooting to your friends, or you're shooting for people like that, um, your idea of what is quality is completely different, right? People who spend the least amount of money usually have a lower idea or understanding of what value is when it comes to video production. They have a, they don't really know what go into creating content, right? Because in their mind, it's going to be a guy with a camera phone. It's going to be a one camera system. It's going to be, you know, something quick, fast, and easy. They don't understand how many people it take on set to get quality content. So they think you're going to show up. And this is something I talk about in other, um, I, this is something I talk about in, in other videos before. They, th this is why we got a whole course on, on your portfolio and what you need to show in your portfolio. We got a whole course on it that talks in this course. One of the things it talks about um, is the importance of behind the scenes footage. You need to show the client what it takes to get the quality they're hiring you for on your portfolio. They may see this great image. They don't know how you got there. It's important that you, you teach them how you got there. So they understand what all go into it. Nicholas asks, can this podcast contract help me creating my own podcast? Yes. The contracts are designed to help you when you launch your podcast to protect your podcast. Um, so, they don't know what going to it. And I'm a lot of people who, who either a gold member who has a course, they, they already know where I'm going with it. But 
Um, there's a course that talks about it. I want to make sure we touch on it and touch on why that's important. Not to plug the course, but for you to understand and realize that your client or the person that's buying from you may not realize what all goes into creating the image you create. In your mind, you like, I got this camera, I spent all this money for this gear, I'm this good, yada, yada, yada. I'm not cheap. Well, they don't know that. They don't know why you're not cheap. They don't know that it takes five or six people to create the quality that they want. They don't know. So if they have an idea and they see that you're on set with four or five people, $200 don't even make sense to them. They'll, they'll know that $200 for a price don't make sense. I shouldn't even try to lowball you. It's four of y'all here. I shouldn't even come at you that way. I should. I see that there's eight people on set. There's guys doing this, that, and the other. There's no way I can think that that's $200. It's looking like $2,000 bare minimum for one hour. And I think often we don't, we think just our quality alone should sell what we're selling. And that's not always the case because people sit in front of TV and film all day long. They're entertained by it. They're used to the level of quality and they don't understand what it like people. There's I had a conversation today, a great conversation today um, with a friend of mine. And we were talking um, reality shows and it dawned on me you know, that a lot of people don't know what goes into shooting those reality shows. Like a lot of people don't know the behind the scenes, the multiple cameras, the lighting. And, and, and I'm not going to lie, even being in this industry, I never thought about it until I realized this lighting is really perfect. You, you went to your friend's house to confront them about something. And as soon as you walk in the door to confront, confront your friend on this reality show, the lighting was perfect. The audio was perfect. The camera angles were perfect. They didn't miss nothing. Why isn't, why isn't that the case when I watch cops? Why isn't that the case when I watch live PD or one of the shows where they're really chasing somebody with a camera? Why isn't that the case? Why isn't the audio always perfect? Why isn't the camera, why, why is the camera shaky? And I hear the camera guy breathing as he jumping fences and getting chased by dogs. Why is that? Right? And it's because that is a real reality show. And what's what goes into creating these perfect reality shows or goes into creating content in general is a lot of work. If you don't show your client that, they will never understand why you are worth what you're asking for. They're just looking at your final picture. And you know what people do? Blame it on the camera. They give all, and, and any photographer or videographer know you hate it when somebody gives the credit to your camera. That's like walking up to a chef and saying, you know what? That's a good stove, bro. That stove made that steak taste so good. I need to get me a stove like that so I can cook like you. That's, that's like giving the mechanics credit to his wrenches. Whatever wrench, whatever power wrench you using, what is that? Milwaukee? I got to get one. Because it perfectly changed and balanced my tire in no time. That wrench is just dope. What? Every other industry, this doesn't happen. But in photography, it happens. Videography, it happens. People walk up to you and give all the credit to your camera. Because in their mind, they're so, and I hate to use the term, simple-minded. A lot of times, it's just uneducated. They're ignorant in these areas. They think that the credit goes to your camera. Your camera does everything. 
So I'm going to give the camera all the credit and it burns you up because that camera did not decide what ISO it didn't decide what shutter speed. It didn't decide how long your video needs to be, where your lights need to be, whether you need a hair light. Should we put this light on this, this, this Kelvin? Should we block this light, diffuse that light? Should we put it on the slider? Your camera did not make those decisions. However, your camera gets the credit. If you don't know how to go out of your way to display what it takes to create this content for your client. Now I say that to say a few things when it comes to understanding the bare minimal skill set needed. I want to make sure that you understand that a majority of the skill set, 75% of it is in the idea of understanding business. 25% is filming. I can say that easily. When it comes to corporate work, corporate work is the easiest work you're going to ever do. Where it's hard is the business side, right? It's the opposite of working with people. With people, somebody you know can be like, yo, I need you to shoot this. It's going to be $200 here. And they show up and now they, their idea, they didn't even, y'all didn't talk about what's expected, what they want. And, and their idea, they, they want you to film their whole party for eight hours, 10 different angles, create eight different Instagram videos, a whole two hour video, hand over raw footage, send over your whole Final Cut Pro library file, fit it onto a, a CD-ROM, hand it to them, have 10 other copies, let them, they want to come back in two years and get a copy of it because they lost it. That's what they expect for $200. Business is the opposite. A majority go into understanding what a business wants. What do they need? What are they going through? Why do they need content? What type of content they need? Where are we going to post it? How are we going to shoot it? What do you expect? What, what does success look like? The majority is going to go into that 75%. And then we're going to show up for the 25% of properly lighting and filming a talking head, grabbing some B-roll, having great customer service, leaving without tearing stuff up. Delivering our content on time. That's it. That's it. So the bare minimum that you need, I'll post this on here because I'm getting messages. The bare minimum that you need to be a videographer, one depends on your niche, right? It depends on your niche. It depends on what direction you want to go into because going into that direction may require some skill sets that some other people may not need. For instance, if you're going into filming products, you probably don't have to be good at lighting skin tones. You probably don't have to be good at understanding why you need a hair light. You probably don't. However, for a majority of people who are going into corporate video, it helps to be good at a few key things. One is understanding how to properly expose for skin tones. Let me say that again. Say that again, because a lot of people think I need to illuminate an area bright enough so my camera doesn't struggle. It's a big difference than understanding how to properly illuminate skin tones, how to properly expose skin tones. It's a completely different mindset. I used to think, and this is when I was amateur, this is how I know I was amateur, right? I used to think lights were designed because my camera couldn't see well because my camera didn't perform well in low light. So I had to expose the area enough so that my camera can get a usable picture. 
That used to be my definition of lighting a scene. Never thought about lighting a scene to tell a story. Never thought about understanding how my sensor work so that I can maximize my dynamic range. Never thought about using light to help the mood. Everything was just bright. I don't got to go down to F 2.8 to get focus. So if I'm interviewing somebody and they're moving, they're still in focus. I can shoot it at F4, F5, 6. I'm cool. That was amateur me. Professional me, understand how lighting plays a part in the story that I'm telling. I'm thinking of lighting schemes as I'm learning what the story is. I'm using my camera. I'm using the sensor in my camera and the way my camera handles light to help me understand or to help my viewer understand the importance of the story. Make sure you get good at lighting. The first place you want to start is understanding how to light and properly expose skin tones. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to be real with you. I'm here to keep it 100. I can't tell you how many jobs I've gotten. Because videographers or photographers were only used to lighting one color of skin tone. Everybody in this color came out great. Everybody that color did not. You would be surprised. And I've seen it on both sides. I've seen people mess up lighter complexions. I've seen people mess up darker complexions because they did not practice and they didn't look at um, they didn't look at it as properly exposing skin tones. They swallowed their light meter on their camera, didn't use a real light meter. They swallowed their light meter on their camera, which tried to make everything gray. They, they went behind that light meter and followed it and trusted it, but they don't understand what that light meter is doing. I tell people all the time and people think it's a joke. You want to learn how to expose skin tones? It's about to be a hard pill to swallow. Go and film interracial weddings. Go the hardest thing to go and film interracial weddings. Walk with me here. It's about to get crazy. Usually when you have a bride that has a dark complexion, she has a white dress. When you have a groom who has a light complexion, he has a dark tux. Good luck. Cause your camera is going to tell you, look, I don't, I don't know what to do. Your camera is going to say, look, man, I, I don't know what to do. That is when you're going to have to take over. That is one of the hardest situations to expose for. At that moment, you will learn the importance of exposing for skin tone, not exposing for environment. You will get that lesson the hard way or you will be run out of town. So, it is, it is a situation that will, will harden you quick. It's a situation that will teach you on the job. And, and it's something you don't want to mess up. People say, well, shooting weddings is fun, right? No. I, my, my, I always tell people my joke is, you know, would you rather be a wedding photographer or go back to being a combat photographer? I will go back to being a combat photographer because at least I can shoot back. It's a difference. So make sure, number one, one of the most important things you have to learn is understanding how to expose for skin tones. That comes with understanding how to light skin properly. Skin, 
reflects. So a skin holds a certain amount of light. It reflects a certain amount of light. Depending on the skin tone or skin color, maybe even texture will determine how much light it holds, how much light it bounces. Different races, different ethnicities, skin work different with light. Different hair textures work different with different light. This is something that you're going to have to get good at. Understanding what type of hair texture, what type of hair color works well with light. You got to understand how to light somebody that got a bald head. You got to understand how to light somebody that have some hair, maybe a bald spot. You got to understand how to light these things, right? You have to understand how to light and properly expose skin tones. Completely different. Completely different. Charlie said, wait, wait, is this really live right now? This is really live right now. Um, that's number one. Number two, and this is not in uh, uh, any order, because I think that uh, I think that um, Jade Finch sings is about to go into my number two, and I totally agree with him. So this is not in order. These are things you need, bare minimum, to have the ability to film. Number two is audio. You need to have the ability to capture great, not good, not usable, not okay, but great audio, mostly in the form of dialogue. You don't got to be able to capture car sounds. You got to be able to capture animals or stadiums. You And it's the easiest audio to capture is dialogue. It is the reason microphones are created. A majority of microphones are created to help capture dialogue. You need to understand how to capture dialogue. What type of mic you need for what situation? Where does that mic need to be placed? What angle? Where should it be pointing? How should you hide it? You need to know these things. You also need to know how to process that audio. How to EQ that audio. How to get the best out of that audio. You also need to invest in probably plugins to help you if you mess up on set. If you mess up in areas trying to figure out or trying to get rid of background sounds. It's very important that you are great at capturing audio. It's not just like a camera. You can't just say it's on the mic. That's a great mic you got that did that great job capturing that great audio. That's the same thing as going to a chef and saying that's a great oven you got. That's, that cooked my food today. What did you do? Just put it in there and walk away? It's not just up to the microphone. So you can go spend, and in some cases, if it's a really cheap microphone or you're using a microphone in the, for the wrong purpose, you got it from the wrong distance, um, you got this, a certain type of microphone that's designed for a different voice type and you got it in a wrong situation, it's just like a lens. If everybody, if you got a, a Zoom lens on, if you got a 100 to 500, and 20 people in front of you say group picture and they get together. You jacked. What you going to do? Step back a thousand feet. You got the wrong lens, buddy. Having the wrong mic works that exact same way. Number two is having understanding and, and having the ability to capture great audio, especially dialogue. Dialogue is going to be 75% of what you need to capture with. Number three, the third thing you need. The third thing you need, and like I said, I can, one of my best examples, let me say this about audio. One of my best examples is audio is 51% of video. Audio is 51% of video. I can cover this camera and keep talking and you'll stay. If I mute my microphone, you'll be gone in 30 seconds. 
Go watch the first 48. They will show you pictures of alleys for, for 10 minutes. Leaves blowing down the alley, shoes hanging from a string while they're playing audio from something that's happened inside of the house and you will be glued in. You want to make sure that you capture great audio. So 51% of video is audio. Number three thing a lot of people don't know. They aren't thinking about, they, they don't understand. And it's something that a lot of amateur videographers overlook. And this is, these are, this is an area where I can tell if you've been professionally trained or not, right? For me, number three is composition. Understanding how composition affects your story is extremely important. I can tell when an amateur does not understand composition. Their frame is off. Their people cut off at the knees. They're cut off. I, the, the, the number one thing I, I bark at all my friends who want to post stuff on Instagram. It's cutting off the side of the car. It's cutting off around my head. It's cutting off stuff. It's composition. Composition was something we learned probably before we learned how to properly expose. It was like, put it in auto. Let me teach you composition. Composition is extremely important. Composition also helps in telling your story. When it comes to composition for people who are speaking, as well as composition for items that you are capturing. Composition and understanding how composition helps is extremely important. And it is a bare minimum skill set you need to be a video production company, right? So the main three things, let me start from the beginning. The main three things you have to understand is exposing skin tones, right? Exposing four skin tones and then lighting the scene accordingly. Audio, composition. Those are three things you need to have before you even consider starting a video production company. We're not even going to get into the idea of, of telling a story because you need to understand how stories work. I think that goal, I think that's more of an advanced topic of understanding stories because a very important thing is understanding how that story affects your audience. That's a part of storytelling we don't think about. We tell a story our way, not thinking about who the audience is. An American can tell a story that may offend someone from Japan just because we're used to telling stories for our audience. You got to understand who your audience is before you tell that story. And your client audience may be an audience you're not familiar with. You need to understand that with your client. And when you understand that with your client, then you need to tailor your content for their audience. The goal is for them to get success, not for you to feel great about, you know, delivering this dope video. I don't care if you like it or not. It has a, it has a purpose. You need to follow that purpose. So let me real quick. Um, I got a few questions pop up and I'll give you guys time to post questions. Uh, I see a little comment going back and forth. I'll give you time to give you guys time to post questions about, uh, Mr. B say darker skin reflect way more. It helps to have extra soft, uh, sources. Absolutely. Some skin hold light better, like different colors, lights, some skin, um, reflect more light colors as well. So there's a lot that you need to play with when it comes to lighting people. And it don't matter about, don't get caught up in buying $1,200 lights thinking it's better. If you don't understand how to, how to bounce a flashlight, if you don't understand how to properly use a flashlight, 
you won't understand how to use one of them $1,200 lights. And I think a lot of times people get caught up in the light, you know, thinking that if I buy this aperture, if I buy this top of the line, Kino floor, whatever, my light will be better. And it's the equivalent of thinking that a better oven will produce a better steak. Could it possibly help? Yeah, but that if you don't understand how to use that oven, it don't matter what oven you buy. So I think often we get caught up in that as content creators, thinking that the reason we aren't as good as the next person is because they have better equipment. In fact, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say this, they sell it to you like that on purpose, right? They push it, they push it to you on purpose. That's the only way they can get you to say, hey, I'm going to trade in my 85 1.4 to get an 85 1.2 because his bokeh look better than your bokeh. So his pictures are going to sell more than your pictures. It's not true. I've never had a client walk up to me and say more bokeh. I've never had a client say more bokeh ever, ever, ever. I've had other photographers say it. I've never had another photographer, another client say they need more bokeh. So keep that in mind. You want to make sure that you are solid on the fundamentals. You want to make sure that you have that down before you go into business, because that is that on top of your ability to tell a story or help solve whatever problem the client has is the most. If you can't do those things, your composition is bad, your audio bad, and your video is bad. What are you here for? You're done. You're out of there. These are things that you can practice at home. These are things that you don't have to wait till you get on the job to learn how to do. These are things you can start paying attention to as you're watching TV. And you see that, you know, it, I'm going to tell you how good these these guys are at this, right? There's something that will blow you away that you never really think about. Next time you watch an interview on ESPN or something, right? They'll interview people in 10 different states at 10 different times of the year. Their composition, their audio quality, their lighting is all the same. You think it's together because they've put it together and they've edited it. But they're using five different cameras, six different mics, 20 different lights for each location, sometimes different crews. But the producer know how to go in and, and this is what I expect. This is the composition I need, yada, yada, yada. So that when they sit down and put it together, it's seamless. You think it was all shot with one camera at one time. They didn't shoot this over an hour. They shot this over 12 weeks. But they are so good at replicating that, that, that one scene or so good at understanding what it takes to get the look that they want, that they can replicate it over and over and over again. That's how good they are. Meanwhile, as an amateur, I told you when I was an amateur, I would go out and hope I got a shot. Let me try to get, man, I'm going to take my camera out and I'm going to try to get something dope today. As a pro, I knew exactly what I was going for. I knew how to light it. I knew where my camera was going to be. I, I, I didn't hope for something. I built something. I created something. When you go from being a, a amateurs go out with their camera on rainy days and they're like, man, maybe I can catch something dope. A pro will say the sun set south. There's a street that goes into the end of the water. It's raining when the sun touches the bay and the reflection off the street comes bounces back up. I am going to get my camera down at an angle where I can add a slow shutter speed, get the traffic going by in slow motion with the sun reflecting off of it. And I got a dope picture. That's the difference between an amateur and a professional. A professional knows what he wants. He know how to go there and capture it. 
even if he walk up with no ideas, he can look at a situation and say, you know what? I want to get it from this angle to show this. And I'm really get there, bring their attention in over here and focus on that. An amateur is like snap, 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 snap. Oh, I think I got something. No, snap, snap. They don't understand. And that's why they're shooting in auto. That's why they don't, they don't understand how to use, um, you know, your exposure and your shutter speed to help create something. They're hoping that the camera gives them something that they can go and show their mama and brag about. Someone who is not an amateur goes into the situation. They understand the capabilities of their camera and they create something. That's why it's not always good to jump from camera to camera. It takes you two, three years to get comfortable in understanding how your sensor handles light, how your sensor operates, what colors your sensor like, what colors your sensor don't, how your sensor plays, plays in, in shadow areas and dark areas. I remember when I got a black magic production camera, one of the things that I was blown away with that I was just like, I, I can't believe it was how well it captured shadows. I'm so used to a Canon that's trying to bring up the shadows and see in the dark that I had a camera that was like, if it's dark, it's meant to be dark. Let's leave it dark. Wow. I'm not used to that. I was used to DSLRs that was saying everything needs to be 18% gray. Everything needs to be properly lit. Everything needs to be viewable. Everything, the, the, the viewer should be able to see every part of the, the, the frame. My cinema camera said, no. There are dark areas that are dark for a reason. Those dark areas help draw attention to the light areas. It helped tell your story. Why would we want to light those areas? If you want those areas lit, then go apply some light. But we're not about to crank up the exposure so that they can be visible because you obviously don't want those areas visible. Never looked at light like that before that. Thinking DSLR, thinking, you know, regular point and shoot cameras that's trying to illuminate everything. I never thought about how dramatic it made my images how much of a story it told, how it made my viewers feel when the alley was lit and then it goes into darkness, but the, but the light lamp would light the area just up front. I never thought about how it made my viewers feel until I had a camera say, look, look, bro, that area is supposed to be dark. Now we can crank up the exposure and blow this light out. Or we can capture what the eye sees. Looked at, I looked at photography and videography completely different after that. And then I, it, it, that told me I didn't know as much about light as I thought I did. So I started investing in understanding light better. I started learning about how to create scenes and how to light my scenes properly. And not just make everything bright so that I can illuminate it. Um, let me see a few more questions. I'll make, I'll, I'll. I'll let a few more questions pop up. I think it's important that if you know, if you want to be a, a content creator, use your tools. Do not let your tools use you. A lot of you guys running out buying cameras and stuff so that that gear can use you. 8K, 4K, 12K. Don't even know why you got it. It's just the latest and greatest. You think with the latest and greatest, you're going to be, you're going to be great. And I, I'll tell you this story too, real quick while we, I'll let a few more questions pop up. Um, I remember when I was, when I was in the military, uh, I was, when I was, there you go. I got you. 
That's just popping up. When I was in the military and I we, we I was in photography school. Me and my, my boy uh Bowden, who got a shoot better sports channel. We was we was riding and we were going on a shoot. I think it was me and him was going on a shoot. And I had they they gave us these Nikons to learn on. Like it was just some regular Nikons. It was like it was equivalent to like a T two I. It was nothing crazy, right? It was nothing crazy. It was like the lowest of the lowest. And I remember my teacher had two 5D Mark III's at the time. No, 5D Mark II's were out. He had two different L series glass. He probably had at the time six, eight thousand dollars worth of gear. And I remember looking at him saying, Man, your your picture's better because your gear better. Your pictures are better than mine because your gear is better than mine. He said, Here, take it. Give me yours. He said, go have fun. At the end of the day, we're going to see who come back with the better pictures. When I say he beat the brakes off me when it came to image quality, when it came to picture quality, he beat the brakes. It, was, it wasn't even close. Here I am. I have the opportunity. I have the gear. I got L glass. I'm thinking L 2.8. I'm about to be. He had a F 5.6 lens. It was a, it probably was one of the 18 to 55 stock stock boys and ran circles around me with my own camera. I could not believe that those images came from my own camera. And here I am, I got grainy, slow, bad images on all this great gear he has provided me. He taught me that day that it wasn't about the camera, wasn't about the glass, about you. It's about understanding your ability to to use that tool. So ironic that later in life, I ended up teaching a class and that same thing happened and I was on the flip side of it. One of the students said, oh man, you only, you're killing us because your gear better. I did the same thing here. Went out, ran circles around him, learned a valuable lesson that day. Same lesson I learned. Um, Let's talk about it. No Flavor Imaging says, do you recommend... Wireless audio kits such as the Deity interview kit, or should I go with the wired recorder, um, like a like a Tascam DR ten uh, L? Let me be honest with you. This depends on your proximity to the client, what type of shoots you're doing. Wires is always better, though. Lav mic, you can go wireless. Just don't go cheap wireless. Go at least Rode or better um, with the lav mics. You, if you're gonna be Super far, you need to spend some good money on your on your wireless live mic. So make sure uh, make sure you are prepared to do it. He said you need to bring on Ricky so he can start learning how to rock the lives. I need to, yeah, Ricky. I'm sure he'll jump on with me. He don't got a problem jumping on with me one day. I hit him up and buggy. Um, what are some bare minimum skill sets for starting a video editing company? Do I need to learn how to shoot video? Yes. I'm going to tell you why you need to learn how to shoot video, Larry. Um, It's very important that you are used to learning about different file types, right? Because let me give you an example. There are some cameras that ags that you expose to the right, right? They they, they need more light to get a better image. There's some that are not. The more you learn about working with different cameras, the more familiar you become with the file type. Right. Even if it's raw or non raw, you get familiar with it. You'll know how to grade it. You'll know how your system handles it. 
Um, so and you'll and you'll be familiar with things like shutter speed or shutter angle, depending on what type of camera you're working with, so that when it's time for you to edit, you have all of those tools in place. There is a huge difference between editing a red raw file and editing something from a DJI Pocket Osmo. They both can deliver a 4K file, but they're completely different on how they work, how your system works with them, how you color grade them, the information that's available. One has a bunch of metadata on camera angle and everything and focus length. The other don't. The other is like 1030. That's it. That's all the information you get. You shot it at 1030. Good luck. So understanding that um, helps. So it's really important that you... Um, you know, it's really important that you have that experience if you want to be a good editor. All my gold members, you guys, I know you guys are getting ready to go into the room or some of you are in the room, but the room is now open and you should have the ability to jump in. Um, let me ask you a few more questions real quick. I'm gonna let my gold members, uh, I'll give it some time to pop up there real quick while they, uh, boom, and let everybody in while they get ready. Cause you gold members also get your wins ready, get your wins ready. Cause we're going to jump into that. Um, and a few uh, somebody got some mics their mic on so give me a second make sure you uh, got your mic everybody muted as y'all come into the room so those are things that you gotta have you wanna make sure you are you have the fundamentals down you wanna make sure that you get into this game you don't have to have a lot those three things are, you couldn't even shoot a music video with just those three things you're doing more now to shoot a music video and, and the reason I made this video was to not to tell you that you didn't have enough to go into business, was to tell you you have more than enough skill set to go into business. You just don't have the business side, right? The business side is the side that you're missing. Understanding how understanding how to make, to make the money is the part that you're missing. How to operate the business is the part that you're missing. You, you got more than enough skill set because a lot of you guys who are sitting here in front of you, a lot of you guys have that ability. You, you have the ability to... to uh, sure that you get up oh, make sure everybody's muted you have the ability to do everything that i've mentioned you've just been doing it for pennies because you haven't learned the business side learning the business side will take things to the next level um i'm gonna answer a few more questions and then we're gonna bring on our gold members who jumping on here and let me let's talk about a few things real quick while we're waiting on that the business side is the part that we focus on here at Flash Home Academy, because if you were, business, let's, let's, let me just punch you in the throat. Let me just be real with you guys who are watching. You're gonna make way more money filming for business than people. You're gonna have a whole. It's gonna be so much easier, and you're gonna be able to live off and have consistent clients when you film more business than people. Business is easier video production, photography than people. Business spend a whole lot more because it's more logical than working with people. Business is less work than working with people. Businesses need more content than people. People make emotional decisions. I want a birthday party. I think I want to do some headshots. I think I want a nice video from a blah, blah, blah. Businesses say we got a product to push. We got a budget. Let's do it. We need to update our social media. We need to continue to pump out content. Let's do it. So make sure that when you go, but to go down the business route, you got to bring the business. You're not going to walk up to businesses, buy from businesses. They don't buy from people. You got to bring it. They got to be able to look in your look you in your eye and conduct business with you. You got to be level with them. Even if you're working with big Walmart, they still expect certain things. One of the greatest things I learned, and here you go, one of the greatest things I learned 
trying to work for businesses and get a big check and have this great company that get hired by all of these businesses is I need to look like them. And I'm going to tell you where I learned that from, right? We're we being honest here. We're keeping it 100. We, we, you know, being a black man in America, I realized that for me to enter certain rooms, I need to look like them. I need to match that room. Now, that room may be filled with all kinds of races and about one particular race, but I can't go in there with a hoodie on. I got to go in there with a suit. I got to go in there with, you know, with some penny loafers with a dime in it. For me to blend in that room at that level, I, I have to work that room. I have to not stand out in a bad way. I have to blend in. I can't go in there and be like, yo, what's up? You know, I may have to change how I talk to be in that room. Now, you can be, I ain't about to do, man, I ain't about to, if you want to, people who talk like that and do that, stay at a certain price, they stay at a certain income level. When you learn how to enter certain rooms that are above the room you just left, you're going to have to change a part of you. That way you can maneuver in that environment. Just like if you go into a different hood, you can't do what you did in your hood. You mess around and get popped. Different, it works like that as you move up in business. So I've learned that when I walk into a room with big companies, people say, well, how are you, how are you landing big companies? How are you landing independent school districts? How are you landing Verizons and, and Googles? And Because I learned how to walk into that room and look like them. Don't take a lot. It don't take a lot. It takes you wanting to have a business that belongs there. You know, when you walk into a restaurant that, that looks like it's a real restaurant, you know, you walk into a restaurant that should be condemned quick. You know, when you walked into a Mexican restaurant and the, it looked like the food going to be good and you walked into a Mexican restaurant and it like they opened last week. Like, bro, this is this is terrible. I don't think the food I don't even have to smell anything to know that the food is not going to be good. Y'all bought an old Burger King. Spray painted the walls white, and you telling me I'm about to get the best tacos I ever got in my life? I doubt it. It's not. It's not gonna happen. I can go into a Mexican restaurant that looks like the culture, and I don't have to smell anything to at least feel like I'm going to get a good taco out of here. There's sombreros on the wall. I hear. I hear guitars playing. I hear singing. There's trumpets. Yo, I'm about to get a bomb taco out of this joint right here. I'm about to, I can't wait. Somebody walked past with a fajita sizzling. I'm clenching up so because I don't want no grease to get on my neck. I, I can't be the only person that clench when fajitas go past you. I'm I'm definitely a, a fajita uh, clencher when they walk past. I'd be worried about burning my neck. But you you realize what what you got instantly. Companies look at your company and see a Wix page. They see a Gmail account. They see bad font, they see pictures that stretched out of proportion and the dimensions aren't right. <laughs> like they see things like that and be like, this guy ain't for real. They see video where you didn't white balance. They see bad composition for your graphics. They see loud music. They come to watch your portfolio and it's rap music cussing. They know when you're not for real. Just like you can watch a B grade movie and be like, it's just something about Sharknado that don't make me feel like it was produced by Marvel. 
there's something about the movie Sharknado that I just don't feel like it was just like they had a lot of money to blow. Something about it came and and they shooting with Reds and Alexis too. It ain't that camera. They shooting with the best camera they can get because you can rent it. Something about it. You can look at a movie that has special effects and be like, there's something about the special effects that it's just weird. I ain't never seen nobody throw a car that bounced and didn't dent up once. The car just rolled over and just landed on the back wheels and took off after falling from six stories. Eh, just something about it. Um, so you, you, when it comes to clients working with you, they can smell that. That's why here I push you to build the brand. I push you to build your business. I push you to, to understand who your client is and what's valuable to them so that you can offer them the maximum amount of value. So they don't have these feelings. You know, when you're in a sketchy neighborhood, you know, when you're in a sketchy store, you know, when something ain't right with what somebody trying to sell you, what you don't often know is how you give that vibe off to others. Because this is what you're used to. It's, it's kind of like you ever see the no, the nose blind commercials. My fear is always that my house smell like something I can't smell. Right. Sometimes your business smell like something that you can't smell. That is why mentors are important. That's why having a community of people around you is important. Not your mom and them. Right. Not your mom and them. Your mom and them just want you to win. They're going to say yes. They're going to say yes. So you have to understand. These things in the world, every age, race, sex can be successful Um, if you're not making it. You're the problem that needs to be fixed. Absolutely. Absolutely. A majority of the reason why you're not successful is you. Usually like 98% of it. Are there certain circumstances and things to overcome? And absolutely. I'm not saying it's not. Do you feel like other people have been dealt better hands? Yep. But there are people who have been dealt a worse hand than you. You got all your limbs healthy. You can get up and walk around. Congratulations. You got what you need. You understand that there is a level higher than you are in that you want to go to. Congratulations. You got what you need. You can sit about, sit around and talk about what you don't got. If you want to get out of my way. I'm, I am from Detroit, Michigan, Detroit public schools. I can tell you about how it didn't do this for me or I didn't get that and shootings and drugs and how bad my hood was and what I had to go through and yada, yada, yada. There are people who decided to do something about it. And there are people who are still there. It was their choice. One of the greatest quotes that, uh, Sam, not Samuel L. Jackson, but Morgan Freeman said, you know, somebody asked him, how did he get out of that small town? He said, buses left that small town every day. I made the decision to get on one. Other people didn't. So you can blame everybody. I, t- I made, I posted not too long ago. Nothing in this world is too expensive. You just don't make enough. Don't complain to me about how stuff costs money. Complain to me about what you're not doing about it on your end. There's no way you can have a camera in 2022. But all of this video that's being posted, millions and thousands of videos per second. And you can't find a way to make profit with that? You can't find a way to shoot somebody video? You're the problem. Because the world is showing you that they need content. And you're showing the world that you'd rather buy a lens then understand what it takes to be a part of that. Your decisions, you are where you deserve to be. 
You think you think the lens is gonna help you instead of this. And that is why you are where you are. No disrespect. It's not a knock. It may hurt. You may be grabbing your neck, maybe a throat punch. But it is what it is. The moment I realized that and I started to change me, and I started to change what I digested, I started to change what was important to me. I stopped buying three hundred dollar shoes and four hundred dollar shirts. And I started to get $10 Audible books. Hear me out. $10 Audible books helped me change how I look at the world. When I started reading more, instead of looking at drama all day, power and empire and killing and blah, 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 and stop listening to all this music all day, every day, there's booty shaking, and there's only so much booty shaking and shooting you can do. You done shot and you done shot everybody and shake shake your booty everywhere. Like what else is next? When I started eliminating those things and started ingesting books to help me understand how business worked, things changed for me. Look at what you're look at what you're look at what's entering your body. And the choice is yours. Educate yourself more than you entertain yourself. That's been our that's been our theme. That's what helped me get to where I where I got to. Um so we're going we're gonna to bring on our gold members. We're going to ask everybody to share their wins. Well, no, we're going to ask about what questions you have first. I see I see Marcus' face lighting up. We're going to ask about questions first, and then we're going to ask everybody to share their wins. So what I'm going to do is bring on my gold members. Booyah, as my Uncle Kirk would say. Um, let me know if y'all can. I know I muted all y'all. Let me, uh, let me uh, hit y'all with that, and then you guys should be able to unmute and jump on in. <laughs> We'll find out. How about I mute myself and see if I can unmute myself? I can hear you now. Perfect. Oh, oh the training wheels are off. The training wheels are yeah. off. I give, I give you freedom. You freedom now. You're free. Um, so how's my composition? Your composition is actually very, very good. I like the lighting. You see that lighting back there? That, that, that I like that lighting. He's, 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 yeah, everybody's bringing it. I'm pulling that from Alex, man. Oh, Every time yeah. I see Alex, it's all like beautiful behind him. Alex, yeah, he always likes it. Where Alex at? I know he's watching it. He always likes to see uh like uh like like he's uh being interviewed for like a crime drama and he's like a witness or something. You know what I'm saying? He's like the chief of police. You ever watch forensic files and they got the lights? <laughs> Listen, ho- hold on one second, hold on one second, y'all. Go watch forensic files. And it is the cheese, like it's old, but it is the cheesiest lighting ever. When they just like put like a blue light or something, watch Forensic Files and look at the lighting when they interview people. I don't know what producer they had do this, whatever DP they had. He was feeling himself. And back in the day, this was in standard definition days. He was killing it, but watch it. All right. I just, I got it. I'm sorry. Okay. Back to it. Um, So what do you guys, how do you guys, let's start here. How do you guys feel about the basic requirements false color false colors false color is a great you actually false color is a great tool to help we use that for everything yes false color is a great tool to help you expose skin tones absolutely well it helps us nail pretty much anybody's skin tone yes it just it makes life a lot easier i use false colors a lot and, uh, you know, I like to get it built into, if you can get it built into your camera is great. If not, get it built into your, your monitor, but get it. 
Some false colors. Dude, I just, false color. I just got that. Uh, I just switched over to that Black Magic, Jim. I know you're on that too. And Ty, I know you've been on Black Magic forever, but that false color on Black Magic cameras is unreal. I Absolutely. love what they did with that. It's so good. It's so good. Absolutely. That's one thing that I do love about the Black Magic. So once you. People like to make the debate on what's a cinema camera and what's not. Any camera can be a cinema camera. However, when you start going towards higher-end cameras, I like to say higher-end versus lower-end because anything can be a cinema camera. But higher-end cameras that give you tools like that help you get a better image. And, and it's, it's definitely tools you'll definitely you know, fall in love with. They make your job a whole lot easier. A whole lot easier. Um... Any other questions about that before we go on? Any other questions or comments about that before we go um, into is is false camera um can it be um I guess how how far back of old cameras can it be connected to? Can it be or is there or you know, like I'm looking at some people want to sell me stuff that's like um from 2016, 2017, 2015, and I have a Canon 70D right now as my primary use. But I just need to use a monitor then for false color. Yep. And there's cases where I move around a lot and the person's not just standing still. Absolutely. You can get it built into a decent monitor. Really, most monitors, well, I'm going to say most monitors. Our field worlds work okay. Yeah, the field worlds, the apertures, they usually yes. have the false color um, feature on them, which false color, and, and this is the thing with false color. Make sure you go through the manual and you are aware of... They, they give you different colors at the bottom. Like, different colors are usually different per manufacturer. Like, gray on one manufacturer is exposed. Gray on another manufacturer is overexposed. So, make sure you understand the color key that's usually at the bottom of the false color so that you can know how to adjust your image um, accordingly. And I've learned that the hard way, jumping between cameras. And I'm like, what's the deal? It's gray. But I realized that gray is, you know, plus three on one camera. And it's properly exposed on the other camera. So make sure you go through and you understand the color key. And with right, false well, colors. The other thing you guys said, Phil something? Phil what? So Phil World is a brand that makes monitors. Oh, Phil World. Got it. So for those who don't know, let me just briefly explain a little bit what false color is. False color is when your mm -hmm. monitor takes the signal that's coming out of your camera and it um, assigns a color to each shade of light throughout your, your image. And it allow it, it tells you where skin tones should fall in your exposure. Hey, your exposure should be looking like it should be this level of gray. And you will expose your image to get the false color to align with that. And you can take false color off and you'll have a properly exposed image. So it just helps you get the best. Instead of looking at a light meter that's pulling light from the whole area, right? It's trying to get the whole image 18% gray, false color will let you focus on just the skin tone or whatever you're trying to. You may be filming Coca-Cola bottles, right? It'll allow you to look at the color and make sure that that color is properly exposed. Before I knew about it, it was always that button I accidentally pushed and everything looked wicked weird. Took it back to the All Atari the days. <laughs> Went 8-bit. <laughs> Luke, you got a question? Go for it, bro. Oh, what? <laughs> I didn't have a question. I just uh, got back on off a call, man. But it was, uh, it was showing your hand up. Oh, shit. Oh, it, what? it raised my hand. Yeah, it raised my hand because I was on the call. My bad. Oh, my it's bad. All, it's all good. It's all good. Um, it, what is it? Integrity Vision Media had a question. 
And I, I've got you next, Marcus. Um, it says, Ty, I started out doing well with Google Ads for my wedding videography business. Um, in February, my ads stopped getting as much traction. Do you think that was due to the increased competition? Nope. If you aren't constantly checking your ads to see what's trending, they're going to work well for one week and die down. People, trends change. Um, so you, that's why marketers are always, you know, pretty decent to have to look at them, to tweak them and just look at what's working and what's not. Uh, a big thing is, and a lot of people who are in that industry will tell you, you know, often when I, when I had a marketing company handle all of my ads, they were changing out stuff probably weekly. Like they were adding a lot to negative keywords, uh, just looking at what was working and what wasn't. And it could be, it could be a lot of reasons. It could be a lot of reasons as to why it's not working. It could be you got to look and see, is it still bringing the same amount of traffic to your website? Is your website not converting? Like, like what has changed? So there's a lot of parameters on why ads work and don't work. That's why it's great to have a professional on it if it's not your thing. Um, just to keep because that's why they charge you monthly because they're not just setting it and forgetting it. They're going in looking at what's working and what's not. You don't want to come up under, um, you know, photography and then you you look at people searching for how to take better pictures is spending all your ad revenue so they will go in and look at that so you know um that that's that's definitely an area where you want to try to get somebody who has the time to stay on that it's, they'll sell it to you with a quick boost you know in a heartbeat because they know they can get twenty dollars from 1.8 million people per month that's trying it out and then they've just increased their revenue they don't want to make it where it's just for experts because experts are smarter with how they spend money. People who just want to boost a post will blow $100 on it like it's a scratch-off. Um, who was first, Marcus or Rodney? Rodney. No, Marcus. Mar Marcus. Good. He said he good. Okay, it's on you, Rodney. Rodney's here to talk to us about the new Mac Studio. No, I'm joking. <laughs> nice. Oh, look at the um, time. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Jim. Don't Jim. Come on, man. You're you're classier act than that. <laughs> no, you're not. Anyway, uh, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. Um, no, I actually I was gonna relay a question here actually from a buddy of mine who I wanna actually kind of say that this is actually a win for them for actually okay. being here for the first time, and that's my buddy Dale who should show up in the chat as Albuquerque Aerial Imagery. Uh, he's a drone pilot and uh, somebody that I happened to meet um, in, in a group and community on Facebook and just, he's good people. Um, I think you touched on this before and he had mentioned that um, you had talked about the different like lav mics to use. And he was asking, how do you feel about the Rode Wireless go-to mics? The Rode Wireless, I, I like them. I like them. The road road is one of my favorite companies when it comes to, to mics. Cause I feel like they create quality content. They create quality, um, hardware that's affordable. They're one of the first companies to do it. Sennheiser stuff has been ridiculously high for the longest. Um, Sony wireless laugh mics have been ridiculously high for the, for the longest. I think road is, is, is a great middle ground to give you quality at a price that's affordable. So yeah, go road all day. Rodney, were you talking about the one that referred to the one, the wireless one that plugs directly into your camera? I know they have one of those. Uh, 
I don't. So I think that's the one he's talking about. Um, Wireless Road but, 2 here. I'll go grab one and show you. Yeah. Yeah. Luke right, and yeah, I was going to that. I was, <laughs> was going to purchase that. And then my editor for my documentary wanted separate audio separately. There they so are. Like, there okay. they are right there. So okay. are they asking to record it to a separate device? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Was there was there a reason why they requested that, or they said their words were in case something went wrong, right, they had separate. They had an extra source, so they had it separately, and then there was the audio from the camera in case that so they would have another another, another copy of the audio. Yeah. That was their main reasoning. See why? So what I usually do is I run that. I'll get that microphone. I'll run it into my my external device, and then run my external device into my camera. So I'll have it in two places unless you want to run a dual mic setup. Now, really, really high end shoots or, you know, anything that's usually live TV. And this is at your discretion. Some people run two, two mic. Um, they capture two mics and they run them into two different places. I usually use a lav mic and a boom mic, you know, whenever I shoot. And then I run them to both at the same time. Uh, um, both to the task cam? I mean, that's what I'm using right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll either run one to the camera and one to the task cam or run both to the task cam and then out to the camera. Usually, th that that way it's recording. Let's say you're recording on your camera, but you you forget to recording in task cam. You still got audio on your camera. Right. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. Now, you can run it to two different devices if you have a camera that captures good audio. You can always do that. But depending on how old uh -huh. your camera is, if it's you got it... If, right hand? If you got a... um. If you have a older Canon, like a the Canon uh, audio, um, that just it hasn't always been the best. Their their preamps are just haven't been the best. So I would go to a Tascam and then kick it out to a to a because it it can capture everything that needs to be captured and then put it out in a way where the can the Canons can can handle it a little better. Yeah, I hooked up a lav mic to a um, to the Tascam and it was a Sony lav mic and then. We had to have everything quiet because it was still picking up like everything around around her. Yeah, <laughs> and it could be you know it could be just a levels thing. It could be just you know it could be just working with the levels and getting the levels right, and then getting the mic closer to the person where you don't have to have the levels as high. So placement is okay. always important. Placement is always important. Um, extra audio equals more time in post. I agree, but if you if you sync it right, you won't have to. Well, that, that, that's kind of a conversation for time code and going down that that whole thing. But um, remember, audio is fifty one percent of your video. We got Jim. I didn't here. even think he's getting. A whole I was going to say I didn't even think about you like what you mentioned about taking the audio and feeding the audio from the the wireless or whatever into your actual digital recorder. While it records, you can feed that into the camera, so you're actually recording simultaneously Absolutely. in camera and externally on that. So that I never thought of that. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank and, you. and if you have a if you have a, a decent audio device, it can still put out two mono signals. So let's say you take two mono signals in, you know, guy A and guy B, it'll still output it as two left and right. So you'll still be able to control levels separately in post. You want me to do a little show and tell real quick? Yeah, let's go for it. So. Rode Wireless 2. We have the Rode Wireless 1s as well, but 2. Basically what happens is you get these two microphones. Oh, I'm all black, so. Um, and then That's racist. you get the. <laughs> 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 and then the receiver. 
So what we'll do is we'll take this receiver, we'll <laughs> plug it into the Zoom here, um, and capture all the audio coming off of these two microphones, and we'll usually hook a lab up to them uh, to mic somebody. Now, that's we usually only use on like a live occasion or as a backup. If we're going to be recording like for an interview, and it's just typically for that, we use these little Zooms and put on their person. Um, and the nice part about all of these is they can be in 32-bit flow, so you won't blow anything out. Um, and then, obviously, you've just got a regular field recorder, and we're kind of married to Zoom and Road. So just we use this just to grab ambient noises if we need, if we're out and doing like something like a mountain bike shoot and we want to capture like the wheels spinning or the gravel being churned up. That's what we use for that. And then we have like, like right here, we have a road boom mic that I'm on. Or if we're doing like another podcast type deal, we use these little road mics, but the zoom is that's, this here is probably we have a task cam is what we started on, but this here is our this is magic. Zoom F six. Yep. Have you seen the F three? So if you don't need six channels, they got the new Zoom F three that's out, which I like, and I'm trying not to buy it because I don't need it. I just want it. Um, <laughs> that it, you know, you it's a rough it's a rough game, but um, thirty two bit float is the thing. It's what you want. It doesn't peak. It doesn't blow out. You can always bring it back. It's like raw audio. You can bring it back to in post. Um, and it was a quick, there was something that, uh, Jay posts, they, they can record safety channels. So you can also set up a safety channel. So what is a safety, safety channel? channel? So a safety channel allows you to get one, let's say you record to one mic. It'll record that mic. And this is before 32 bit float. It'll record that mic at a lower, uh, level. So you got something low, you got some high in case you peak. So it's, it'll, it allows you to record it a little bit lower in case you're, Recording some loud or something that gets loud. If a plane coming up and it goes too loud, if you have a lower track, that track will be lower in hopes that it still captures that audio. Now, that is before 32-bit float. 32-bit float, you don't got to do that. 32-bit float can handle 90. It can handle whatever your mic can handle. If your mic can't record the range, it can't handle it. In most cases, your mic can record, or in most cases, your mic can record a ridiculous amount of audio. It was the recorders that were the limitation, but that is no longer the case. 32-bit float, I would try to get it. Um, and now they have different things where you can get recording packs that you can just put on somebody that's 32-bit float and just record it, and then you fix it in post. So Yeah, that's the Tascam one that, that we use. That is the future where, and it's kind of good and bad. It's bad for audio guys is good for one man bands because you can record whatever, go back and post and change the levels without distortion. So it's, it's, it's great. Brian asks, Ty, uh, what is a good way to introduce your video videography solution to your employer? If you see the pain points and know, uh, you can add value, do it on the day you quit. No, I'm joking. Um, it's rough to do with your employer because they will try to, in most cases, they, they will try to get you to work for the same rate you're working for them now. They'll just shift you over to that job. And that job you could be doing is way more valuable or that project may be way more valuable than the job that you have. I, I, I rarely say work for your 
um, employer. And if you do think of it as a beta client or a place to learn and not a place to earn, you know, you're currently earning from them. They're just, they're not going to pay you a whole lot. Cause and what happens if you mess it up? Are you fired? Like from both jobs? Like what happens? So it's just a slippery slope. I would be careful there. I, I yeah. They have that at my day job. They have, they call it a collateral duty. So they don't have to pay you extra. Um, and it's, and it's a department within the federal government. And then, um, then uh, suddenly I see like all these different, like city of Denver and all these places that are offering uh, the same job, but with more money than I'm making right now. And I'm like, okay, well, let me apply for this cut of duty. And then you just go somewhere else. <laughs> Absolutely. What if, what if your salary, like if your salary, you're jacked. Like, damn, I know. <laughs> like, so it's, I, it, it wouldn't be my, I wouldn't do it. I've, you know, I've been in a situation where I've worked for a company as a content creator. I'm, I'll give you an example. I was brought on to handle photography and was like, yo, I do video as well. Just gave me the workload and didn't increase my pay. <laughs> like, yo, we need a lot of video. We need, in fact, we need you to travel. In fact, we need you to do commercials. Like, wait, what? So you want to be careful. You want to be careful with that. It could be a slippery slope. They already got you in the contract. They won't try to pay you more. They, they will try to get what they can get and they won't try to pay you more. If you have the opportunity to get a separate check on top of it, then yeah, okay, great. But in most cases, they're just not going to do it. With that being said, let's see any other questions before we go to wins. All right, all right. If you got questions that pop up from the comment section, go ahead and post them. Um, Real quick, for those that can't watch, we also have the, the podcast version. So you can download it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please give me a good rating. Somebody said they like to go to sleep to my voice and wanted, I was like, wow, okay, it's something new. Maybe I should talk closer to the mic now. They were, that was, you know, that's their thing. Sleep tight, little fella or little lady or whatever. Just go ahead and doze on off. Thank you. Anyway, um, so it was, yeah, it was weird, but it was, a, it was a good review. I got five stars. So some people like to sleep to learning about camera gear and stuff and camera business. So I'm cool with that. Whatever makes you happy. Um, let's talk about wins, y'all. I know y'all got some W's. Uh, anybody, whoever want to go first with their with their W of the week? I'm I'm sorry. I got a question first. Oh, go though. for it. Go for it. I'm sorry. Like hey the, guys, good like to see everybody. Show. Hi, I made Whoa. it. I'm here. I like the interior. Um, I like the interior decorating you've done behind you. It's pretty nice. Well, as you can see, I've been yeah. um, leveling up in my life, it's a, it's and a, it's an earth tone. It feels it feels real <laughs> No, um, no. My question is, uh, I just got a slider um, and I wanted to, it's a motorized slider and I've been uh, trying to like uh, work with it. So one thing that I noticed is that um, there's like this, this slide bar. I can't explain it. It's behind me, but um, it's it's like a slide bar, right? That allows the camera to kind of move and kind of angle and all that kind of stuff. How do how do you keep it on the person? (laughs) <laughs> okay. because sometimes it'll just slide the and i'm slide like bar it's not, not there so there's so some, do is this something that i just gotta play with or is there yeah, a trick there's some math involved uh there's a little math involved with understanding where they need to be uh, how far they need to be some of them have it where you can measure from the sensor or the lens to the person and then you set that on the bar and you start it on them and as it slides, it continues to, to to look at them those are a little the electronic ones are different like if you go with like um, a Rhino slider, um, Edo, was it not? I don't want to say Edochrome, not Edochrome, but uh, Edochrome does it too. Edochrome, okay, do. yeah, I'm thinking about car parts. Yeah. I'm thinking about Edelbrock, okay. Um, so 
Those are a little easier. The bar is difficult. The bar requires some math. You got to carry the two, add the one, to get mm. the measuring tape out, and then set it. So it's it you know it's definitely doable, but it's a little bit that, more work involved. You're gonna have to get that ruler out and be like, all right, that tape measure, and be like, all right, where's your nose? Perfect. And then once you get it, once you like, once you get it, you got it. Like it's easy. It ain't hard to do. It's just you know you got to set it up and just plan for it. Like it's usually my B cam. Um, that I usually put on the side of the person that's um, with a lower lighting ratio. So, for instance, if the left side of them, I got more light than the right side, I'm putting it on my right side because it's my dramatic shot. I want to go to it when they start telling me about all the stuff that happened, like all the bad stuff. That's when I'm going to it. Um, but, yeah, once you get the measurements, once you learn how to, to get that measurement and you set the bar, like that's it. Some of it have okay. a set bar where it's just like, hey, Five feet is your distance with everything. Mm. Five feet is five feet. So it's a, that's, okay. that's right, Alex. It's a parallax. Uh, parallax. Uh, it's called a parallax. You're talking all smart about it. I'm so stupid with ours. We have the same t- same thing. I'm like, one direction, we'll make the camera look away in a wide angle. The go. other direction, we'll make the camera look towards the center. But you got it, you got mm. it. And then you just got to do the fine-tune adjustments with what he's talking about, all the math. <laughs> yeah it it looks like it's a it's a it's a lot involved because i was trying to play with it because i got that and then i got the the mtg four plus i got that okay. as well so i was like trying to play with that figure out the audio and stuff like that and i was just trying to play with this with the slider and i was like oh, okay so this is gonna require some finessing a little, so once, once you yeah. get it you got it like it, it once you it ain't gonna it's not it's not gonna be super hard to get. Like once you once you and I'm sure I'll see if I can find some videos, but once you get it, you're like, oh, that's it. Man. It's like yeah. it's one of those things. It ain't one of the things that's like a feature you never use because you gotta go through a lot. Like it's it's easy. Okay. So it's totally doable. So so some sliders have it manual like the one I have, and some sliders have it where you can just dial it in. Yeah, like I have a I have a rhino slider. It'll slide mm, to the those left. Are the best. Say point to a person. Lock slide to the right. It'll sell you to point to him again. Boom. We'll do the rest. Thank you. Go. Yep. And that mug is just. Yeah. Look on Craigslist. This time of year. Well, usually, well, people getting taxes back. Usually after Christmas, before taxes, is the best time to mm. buy used camera gear on the world. I, it is, I stack up and I wait for those moments because I get the best deals. Yeah. Them people rhinos are, are legendary. I saw the, I saw how those work. I was like, oh, gosh, that's next. Yeah. For sure. I ended up getting one for it. I, I got mine used. I got a great deal on it. The guy was like, mm. look, I don't, I don't really use it. I need the money. I get $1,000 for it. It costs like sixteen five. It was brand new. Let's go. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, I, it works. So, hey, here's what okay. it is. Thank you. I appreciate that. All day. All day. <laughs> uh, Marcus, I got the uh, hot dog slider. Hot don't make fun of the name. Oh. Uh, Don't make fun of the name. Just I, I need everybody. I need everybody to just let me live my life. Okay. It sounds adorable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the views and opinions expressed. It's by literally this. called the hot dog sliders by YC Onion oh, yeah. or Onion or want, something like that. So I, I, for one I'm gonna just leave it alone. Stand by for one second. Can we edit that out? Randy, stand by for one second. <laughs> one second, please. All right. The views and opinions expressed by this gold member is not those of Flash from Academy. <laughs> Will you guys stop? We allow I could not wait for after hours. Got me hungry over here. To express themselves, and we're not responsible for anything they may say live on air. We value Whatever, our, the opinions of our gold members, and we love them to death, but 
It's not the views and opinions of Flash Film Academy. Thank you. Thanks, Brandy. You just demonetized this episode. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> By mentioning it, whatever. Not whatever. made for kids. Right. Check that what? box. Right. What? Absolutely. No, I know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Can I just talk to the adults in the room, please? Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, let me cut my camera off. Let me. Uh, it's just going to be you. I was going like, to say, if that's the case, we're all just going to go. Out. I think you're the only one, Brandy. <laughs> I'm the only one. Yeah, pretty much. That's, okay, you know, whatever. Something. Forget you guys. <laughs> just want to say, where's my? Uh... I just got hungry when you start talking about hot dogs and onions. That's <laughs> Thank you, Rodney, saying. for being a mature yeah. adult. I help Thank the you. FBI know where they can look for uh, Rodney. You're a married man. What? What? There you go. Just FBI. Just if you need to look up some stuff, there you go. Right there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's why. That's why Ty treads lightly. <laughs> <laughs> well, those ankles broke. Absolutely, I just recovered. Got back from recovery. Ty's gonna be in traction. We was, we was in the club. We was having champagne. She still. You oh know, man, like, that episode That episode's going with me to the grave. Absolutely. Yeah, now we're getting monetized. <laughs> Forget okay. all of you guys. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. All yeah. of you are off my Christmas list. This is why we. Oh! This is why we don't all see Brandy as much as we want to see. You Brandy. mean I was on? <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, you were kind of maybe. Maybe he's new. He's already kicked off. <laughs> First time. I think I like like my fancy new split lighting. Uh, good. Oh yeah, that's that's, yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. Is absolutely oh, that is beautiful. That is a person who knows how is that, to. Expose. Is that what they call soft light? That or? is that, that is a person who know how to expose for his uh, skin tone. Right how do those zebras look? Dramatic. That is yeah. That is that is. I call it interracial lighting right there. It works. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to audition for the new Batman as Two Face over here. Absolutely. <laughs> that does not look right. The bad part is Scott can only see out of one of his eyes right now. Like, so, <laughs> That's right. You, can't, right in. you can't use both of them. So it's all good. It's all good. I'm sorry. Uh yeah. Like, oh, we go we're gonna get ready to go to the uh after hours. Uh yeah, any other wins before we go to the after hours? Anybody wanna share some W's? Now as soon as I say after hours, here go Marcus with twenty eight wins. Marcus, we need to hear the wins yeah. live on YouTube. Thank you, Ash. Yes, bring it. Yeah, paperwork. He's got a notebook. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, you think uh, I'm thank playing. you guys for watching. I want to still. I'm joking. <laughs> thank you guys for watching. No, hey, art of following up. That's what I learned from you, Ty. Okay, let's. let's... <laughs> hey, it, it works. Um, Rodney's a trip. I'll only go up the ones. Okay, I'll only wait, go up the ones today. You said the, the art of following up. I like that. I like that. That's good. Oh, it is. Okay, let's go for it. So I got four wins today. Four W's. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And one's pending. One pending, four and a possible. That's what, in a game of spades, we call that four and a possible. That's like a queen of hearts or something. Queen of diamonds. Yeah. Maybe. It may walk. But I'm easy. not trying to renege. Okay, either. don't nope, do that. To don't, do yeah, because they're going to take two. Yeah, yeah. See, you I like you know what he's talking about. I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable. Y'all don't think I don't know how to play spades? I feel comfortable sitting across from you playing spades. My guy. You just, okay. That's what I'm talking about. There's some people. Come on, he in, he in, he in. So I got. Uh, I followed up with uh, an investor, okay. and uh, realtor reached out to me, gave me two wins, um, and then I upselled uh, for another session um, for with a, a new client. Let and me ask you a question. And got. Are these from? Are these from the today. the group that you joined to get to meet more? Was it from the? Uh, no. no. Okay. No, no, that's 
possible. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's a whole bunch, but, um, I upselled a, a new, uh, real estate client, um, up to uh, a video of the project. And, uh, yeah, needless to say, we got about a, ba- a, a, a good old fashioned stack oh, coming I like in. That. I like that a lot. I, love it. I like that a lot. I do too. It helps pay the rent, but we got more. Hey, let me, let's talk about something real quick. Let's talk about something real quick. Cause people who watch every week, they get to see, they get to see everybody just grow and go and build. That's why I do wins. Cause this is important to, you know, everybody starts somewhere and we all feel like, man, I don't know how I'm a, you know what I'm saying? And it's great to see people go through the process. It helps you understand what's coming next. That's why I like to do wins and just, you know, and just talking just so people can understand what's coming. So you don't give up too early. Cause if you, if you follow the process, you can't lose. Like every company around you needs what we sell it. It's not like you're selling toilets or you're selling, you know what I'm saying? A certain type of running shoes. Like we sell something that every company needs and they need it every day. They need it all the time. They need it on multiple platforms. So you just got to know how to package it. You are, you are the new content is the new crack and you are the guy right now. So you got to look at it that way. I'm sorry. It's a hood way to look at it, but you got to look at it that way. Oh, hi. I'm going to caveat off that. The first last five, six, seven days, I was like, uh, all these bills are coming in. Looking at my checking and savings, looking at all these bills. Is it going to happen? Right, right. Today, a thousand bucks comes in. And that's what's great yeah. about this. Yeah. You can go and get it. You can be like, yeah. oh, I'm down. I'm down 10 points in the fourth quarter. Let's go get it. Let me pull Kobe. Yep. Yep. That's what's great about it. That's what's great about creating your own income rather than waiting on Friday. You know what I'm saying? You can go and get it. Yep. You can turn it up. You can give yourself a raise. That's what's dope about it. <laughs> any other, any other, was that it? You got, what was that? How many wins was that? Four and a possible. Did you go over the possible? No, I didn't go over the possible. Is that, so you... the possible okay. is um, with a multi-investor group of making a product. Can't really discuss the product, okay. but it's going to give me annual work. Mm, I like that. That's a good, That I like that. That's That's what I'm talking about. And not just in theirs, but in all the investors in there. Each one has multiple businesses. And you're going to be their guy. Nice. But I went there and they're a beta client. One of my beta clients was there with the other clients. <laughs> and I did it for free. Right. Yeah. That's the reason why I didn't have any money. But it gave you results to sell the other clients. Absolutely. And it was an hour and a half away drive. Plus a whole day yeah. took off work, but it's showing fruit. Yeah. It's something that's going to pay you annually. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That's, a, that's awesome. A job, job, Marcus. That's awesome. What's going to do for you? Awesome job, Marcus. Module one is where I learned all this. My Ty, if you would be ever so kind. I, when, I said they don't, when I said they don't believe me, they think I'm just, <laughs> so I'll let y'all, y'all can tell them I, what I said. They think I'm just, you know, it is what it is. 
I'll let y'all graphic, talk. please, good sir. Oh wait, graphic. let me see. Hold up, let me get the graphic going. Hold on, booyah! There you go. I was learning there. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm just gonna say it works. I'll talk about more the wins more in, in after hours, but the modules work. That's all I'm gonna say. The modules work. Literally, if you go script by script, the freaking modules work. Simple. Mm-hmm. Um, two two questions popped up. Was you first, Craig? Was, was you? Oh, yeah. Go for it, bro. Um. And it's not so much of a question. It's a, it, it's a little bit of a uh, small W. Uh, and and hold, hold on, we were just talking to the man Marcus just a moment ago. Because of him last week, I now have a. Let's see, I could talk about it yet. I have not looked at the NDA sitting in my email. Oh, so th- 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 things are about to. Uh, how do they used to say it uh, with Jr. Business is about to pick up. <laughs> they got to be over thirty five to get that. I feel I I know where you coming from. Hey, he's just an AEW right now. That, that's all that okay. is. Okay. okay, okay, Mr. Ewing, Mr. Ewing over here. <laughs> no, 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 wrong JR <laughs> Oh my bad. Oh, I'm thinking about man. Hey, and Stone Cold's coming back for WrestleMania. I'm thinking so, about so, who... so now you you don't have to be thirty five to see Stone Cold ever wrestle. It's thirty thirty. Stone Cold got to be like seventy, man. What are you doing? Wheelchair wrestling? He can't be. Like... <laughs> well, and, and, and that's what the guy he's going up against was saying. Like, yeah. can he make it down? He must need. He must have got. That's a long ramp. He must have been in debt or something. But okay, I'm thinking about <laughs> Dallas back in the day. But yeah. So so uh, that's a good W. That's a good W. I'm sure we're gonna hear more of that in after hours. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. It's on you, bro. Uh yeah, my wins very similar to Marcus. Um, I think before I met you, I was been uh, filming the um, natural bodybuilding show and the promoter is a personal trainer and she wants to create a product. Um, we we're supposed to meet up today. We did the couple of ideas to promote the show. And I had all these things that I written down on one of them was an idea that was the prom- uh, her to create like an online program like you have Ty and a few other uh, filmmakers that they can download. And, and when she, when she, she brought that up to me going, I want to create a program where people can, um, f- you know, I'm getting the best shape for first time competitors for bodybuilding. And, and then I like, well, it's funny you said it. Cause that was one of my ideas. And then I kind of share with her what some of the Mr. Olympias, even though they're more famous than her, what they're doing with their online program. And then I just showed her different softwares. And I, I said, so um, we can organize it like this. And then I, and I um, just showed the different filmmaking programs I have. And I'm like, they have it organized like this. Like, and then, um, so I said, uh, if you want, you know, just come up, we can design a program. We can, we can film the videos. And then when you're ready and you find a program, when you talk to your other, your network of what best software to use, because there's a plenty of options for that, then we can then upload those videos and everything like that. And I said, what I want to exchange is what's the testimonial from the clients, how the program has been helping everything, testimony from you, um, a lot of data information and how well the sales are going. Like you're like you say, you should ask for the beta plant because you have other coaches that you help out too. And they're going to want this product as well. So I'm going to give you an idea with that. I'm going to give it to you live on air, right? Wait. <clears throat> give you an idea. Anybody in that situation and they're approaching, they're approaching a client that's thinking about having a site with a sale video or services, um, manage the whole project, right? Manage it on a monthly basis. Um, and I'm going to tell you how you can do it. Even if you have never touched web or anything in your life, there are certain companies like think of it, uh, teachable, 
um, what is it? Some cause something cabal or something. Kajabi. 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 Yes. They have websites that are pre, they have systems that are pre-made to sell these, this content. You can go to Fiverr and get a designer that will create the page for you. Cause it's only templates. There's only so much you can do with it. So you can get a, a designer off Fiverr to, um, to design the page, to create the look. Then you can manage the project as a ongoing basis for the client. So okay. it, you've turned a one-time client. Hey, we're going to shoot 12 videos for you, make it a course, and to a client that is paying you monthly. From there, you can pay to get copywriters to write the ad copy or the copy for the courses. You can go do the photography for the products. You can create the trailer. You can create the videos and do it at a price where you know it makes sense for you. And maybe even get a percentage of the sales. But the goal is to, because you do something like Teachable, it's a, you know, it's a monthly cost or you can pay for it up for yearly, twelve, fourteen hundred dollars $1,400, something like that. But you can offer them a, because they want to just get it. Like a lot of people don't want to even think deep into doing it. If you manage the project, then they become a monthly client that is, that is, you know, that's keeping money coming in every month. And once you get it up and running, you're pretty much just babysitting it at that point. You can even hand over the, the admin rights to them, but it's your job to make sure that video and stuff is, is up and things like that. So it, that's something that can cost you, you know, you can go look at the prices on what it costs to get it for certain designers on Fiverr. It'll pay you monthly and you can kind of get paid to babysit it and do very little. So I would handle everything, just be the project manager on everything. Even if you do it for a crazy price and you hand it off, hey, we have designers that can help design the teachable page. We can write the copy. We can take the pictures, blah, blah, blah. Majority of you is you going to Fiverr getting that information or hiring people to come on and do what they need to do. And then you're handing it off at a profit. That is a, a big, 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 major, major upsell. Um, speaking of upsells, there was a question that popped up um that asked about that oh ty uh quick question uh as an upsell do you provide clients with google facebook ad campaigns yes and no it is a part somebody answered it correctly it is a part of social media managing on the side and something you as more than an upsell it's a whole component to the content that we're offering that can be another it's, it's something i like to add to get clients to do subscription work with me right because we want to make sure that clients are long-term clients Life is better when we have subscription clients and, you know, we know they're going to have this need every month. We want to make sure that we have something in place to make sure that we continue to go. And business is better when I can predict what my sales will look like. Um, and I don't have to spend top dollar on marketing every month. My business like that is currently is on a subscription. You know, my clients are subscription clients. I can draw back my marketing a little bit. Um, and just focus on these five clients per month, um, and do just that. And I know how my schedules look. I know how, you know, everything looks. So if anything, my clients are usually like, Hey, let's take it up a notch. Let's add this. So you want to go, that's why you, Netflix and Adobe and all of these companies are moving to subscription based plans. They're more predictable. They may offer it at a lower price, but it's more predictable. Um, so that's something I want you to think about. And and sometimes business and being a great business is finding new ways to do old things, right? Netflix just found a new way to do what Blockbuster was doing. They don't offer anything Blockbuster didn't offer. They offer movies. In fact, in fact Blockbuster lets you rent VCRs, video game systems, 
Netflix haven't even caught up to that yet. Like, or I guess they can stream to you, so you really don't need it. But they Blockbuster offered more than Netflix. Netflix just found a more convenient way to do it. So sometimes when you can find a more convenient way to help solve the problems of your companies, you become the, the go-to company for that. People will pay a lot for convenience. So, um, any other any other wins before we go to the after hour? Oh, just Michael, had a note on that it. real quick. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, Zach, I asked a question. I answered, but I want to make sure it's either validated or debunked what I said. Just to make sure he's getting good advice in the comments. But I written, it's my understanding that if a client asks if he can do something, you can. Basically, the answer is always yes. And put it as a line in the proposal. Then if you don't personally know how, hire someone who can. That's daunting for me a lot of times starting out is I don't know how to do a lot. I can shoot super well, but then beyond that, I'm not. I'm just not experienced at it, but don't let that, I guess, sway you from taking on a client thinking maybe you can't do it because you can hire someone who can and still make money off that. Absolutely. But, I mean, no, no, I yeah, totally let them know agree. if that's good advice or bad advice. I don't know. <laughs> I, that's kind of what I've picked up over the course, over I, the time of listening to your I 1000% agree. So if you go on Flash Film Academy, there's a tie list, right? If you click on tie list, it's a list of vendors that I've used from Fiverr to do a lot of things, set up ads, write copy, design pages, set up SEO. Those are people that I've used and consistently used that come through for me. I would suggest that you create a list for yourself of things that you personally don't know how to do, but you trust handing it off, right? I have two or three editors that I work with that I know their prices. I know how to, um, put their price in my proposal with some room, some profit with some profit and some room in case of issues um, where I can still be price competitive. And I know what I got, you know what I mean? So I would encourage you to go through the good thing now is you have the ability to reach out and, and build a network from your house, right? You didn't have that 30, 20 years ago. You had to meet people. I can go on Upwork and hire somebody for a job to, to start tonight. You know what I'm saying? Where, I couldn't do that before. So because of that, there is very little that I can't do. It's just about me finding the right people to help fit in, in that, in that, uh, for that job. Um, so use Fiverr. There's a lot of great talent on Fiverr. There's people that I use over and over and over and over again on Fiverr, even high end, you know, people We just paid it. We had a, uh, a situation where we paid like two, $3,000 for copy. We got, we went with a high end copywriter. So and I changed it. I changed it. You gotta do that. Make sure your uh, somebody mics on. But you want to make sure that you build that. You 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 find uh, companies you want to work with, and you you build that relationship with that with them. You may want to spend some of your money to test it out. Test it out on your website. Test it out on something you need edited. Something that you're editing. Hey, I'm gonna take some of this money out this budget. I'm gonna hire this editor to see what kind of job they do. I'm gonna still edit it for my client. But if you get that footage back and it's better than yours, you submit that and you work with them every single time. I've had that happen multiple times. Um, and there are people that I have that are go-to people. I even build relationships with them off of Fiverr and I can just send it to them and they know that they know the drill. So build those relationships. You don't have to do everything for me. I'd rather my videos you see on, on YouTube. I don't edit them anymore. I have a editor for that because I need that time to go do other things. I would rather spend the money for that than to edit. it. I love it. And it, it's great, but I don't, it's not, I don't have the time for it. So you, for your business to grow, you're going to have to trust people. Um, real quick, uh, Jimmy Jackson, the third, first time from Dallas. I'm also in Dallas as well. 
Big shout out, North Dallas. Uh, we do these every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Every Wednesday at 6. Um, he says, love, I love the, uh, love the live stream. I offer video spokesman and work on Fiverr. I really enjoy the platform. There you go. See our Fiverr users and, and, and creators are just like us. If you, there may be something you do well. And I tell people all the time, I know people who've made six figures on Fiverr, just editing video, just doing voiceovers or whatever. You may have a skill set that you want to put on Fiverr to make, to make money on the side until ends meet. Don't be afraid to be that person. They don't, everything's not $5 anymore. They have two, $3,000 jobs on there now. So you may be interested in offering your services on Fiverr. There, there is some, a, some good, it's a, it's a good side hustle. You wake up to 10, 11 things in your box, you knock them out, you get paid period. So if you have some downtime, you want to edit some video, you want to color grade some video, you want to mix some audio, go to Fiverr and post your, your job, you know, um, and you can you can make some good money. I literally know people who've done one hundred and sixty thousand on Fiverr a year, and that was their only job. So, you know, it may work for you. It may work for you. Uh, Craig, you got your hand up. I see you. Yeah, your, your... Uh, I was just thinking about uh, you know that some of the different things that that pop up here. Uh, last week, toward the end of uh, the live stream, you mentioned something about hey, make sure you share this, and I said, you know what? That's where I've been failing Ty. I, 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 how can I give more back, right? And so I went through, and I'm in these different Facebook groups, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? Ty hasn't answered that person's question. And I, I went through, and just you know, just going going through using search, you know, on, on YouTube, I found found like a, uh, the right video, and then I'm like, okay, boop. And I was sitting there, I'm like, oh man. I, I I just hope that the admin doesn't doesn't think that it's like straight up competition, and because you're not trying to teach people, hey, click this button, make it look pretty. There's like no competition, and for the past week, I've caught no flack over it. And I'm like, you know what? This is this is perfect, man. I, I besides buying the courses, besides being a gold member, I'm like this is how this is this is what I can do just to help out a little bit more. So I appreciate you know, that. You know, just, just wanted just want to say that kind of motivate a little bit of everybody else to you know help share the. Most the, people are scared. The, They're like, I don't the want to share the secrets. I don't, want, I don't want my competition to know to focus on the business side. I'm like, yo, they just, you just out, you just beat them. That's all you. You got a year in before they got. They ain't gonna catch up to you. Just, <laughs> just out hustle them. That's all. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely appreciate that, bro. I was last week for those who don't know, I asked people to you know like, share, subscribe, but. Go to your favorite Facebook group, pick a short or a video you like, and post it. Uh, that's all I ask of you. Uh, Brandy, you got your hand. Brandy, why your why your hand so uh, dark? Like, hold your real hand up. I don't think that that color match ain't right. Look, okay, I can't <laughs> control you can, you can what's going color. on. Look at that. Your hand, your, okay, you have to control the exposure on the that. graphic. That. That's what that is. Hold that hand my, up for a second. It's my man. lighting. Can you hold that hand up for a second? I'm talking about your digital no. hand. Your real hand is perfect. No. Your digital I'm, hand is like uh, this. Your real hand is like that. That digital. <laughs> <laughs> we require at Flash from Academy that your digital. I think she's hand holding up a finger right there, now. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, that's that. It matched that, but when you got it, you know what I'm saying. We require a flat. Thank you. Look at that hand and look at the digital hand up there in the corner. <laughs> what? You see your look. <laughs> okay, that's something you got to take up with Zoom. Okay. We'll <laughs> look at look at how Jim's hand match. You see how Jim hand match right there? 
See how close that is in color? We could talk about that, but that's another subject. <laughs> <laughs> that's another subject. Pretty soon you're going to be catching hands from that young lady. Yeah, I ain't yeah. Uh, look at look at. I mean, look, I'm already. Yeah, never mind. Right we ain't going to talk about that. Right here, right. close. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was going to comment on the Fiverr thing that you were talking about. So it's it's two things. Um, one is one of my good friends uh, that I know from another group actually uh, recommended a book to me called. Um, uh, who not how, and I've been going through that audio book and it's really talking about like the importance of not trying to find how you can do it, but who can. So that that's been like a real eye opener for me. And when I'm critically thinking about things that I need to get done, instead of figuring out how can I do this edit? How can I do this shoot? How can, who can do it for me? How, you know what I mean? Who, who is passionate about what they do? And really it talks about taking off the reins too. Um, as far as like, trying to control it so much. You find people who are passionate about what they do and, you know, uh, they'll be able to bring more value to your, um, your company and, and, and things like that. So, uh, the book is called who, not how I forget who is by, but who, not how, um, the other part is, is on Fiverr that it's like crazy. Some of the things that they have, they have people who sit like in their car or whatever and do like a testimony, a testimonial almost about your company. And they just say like these great things about your company or a product that you send them and they talk about it and review it and things like that. Similar to kind of what they do on YouTube. And it's guys out there getting paid like 200 bucks to do it. It's just a simple video they do on their phone. And, you know, it's it's done. So I was just looking at that um, and just like how how people are making money. Like there is so many ways to make money out here. It's crazy. Um, some of the things I saw on Fiverr, I was like, wow, you people are getting paid for that. Like, seriously, you know, I mean, people are getting paid to make voicemails or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Things like that. So it's it's all kind of things out there to um, help you make some money, at least get something until you know, you get on your feet or, or whatnot. So yeah, it's opportunity out there. What Ty is talking about is real. If you go on Fiverr and just look, kind of look, you, you'll be amazed by what some people are getting paid for. You're like, wow, really? I can do that. So yeah. I, my intro for the the podcast was off Fiverr. Like a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff with my business is from Fiverr. You can hire, and uh, what great question came up was, can you film for someone uh, and Fiverr, it's more than editors. It's all kind of people. It's copywriters. It's people that can help you come up with with company names and color schemes. And it's every every aspect of creativity can be found on Fiverr. You can hire somebody to do it. So uh, it's a lot of talent on Fiverr for an affordable price. Um, and it's things that you can resell. People don't think about it. Like you can resell a lot of that stuff. When I do script writing, a lot of times I got a script writer that I hire off Fiverr. I'm not going to sit and waste five of my hours doing it. I got somebody that'll write a script for $150. Boom. I'm going to charge the client $500. i am going to pay them $150. we are going to have it written multiple times before it cut into my profits. And now the customer's happy. I'm happy because I got my time to go play with my kids. I'm going to spend three hours writing it. It only cost me $150. I made $300 off of just that part of the sale. And everybody's great. The customer's happy. The Fiverr guy's happy. I'm happy. My kids are happy. So there's a lot of people that you can, a lot of things that you can, I, sometimes I sit on Fiverr and just look at things that I can upsell. Like, what can I upsell? What can I add to my, my, my portfolio, my, my, not my portfolio, but my proposal to upsell? I may buy a service to test it out, to see how the quality is, to read the reviews, to see how fast it is, to see what questions they ask so I can ask my client. I go over that a lot in module one 
how to resell things on Fiverr as upsells that can make you just a lot of money. Just reselling. So there's, again, you can resell what you find on Fiverr uh, as an upsell with your with your service. You can become someone who sells on Fiverr. Either way, you can make money both ways. But th- this little things like that is good to know. You know what I mean? Little things like that is, is really good to know when you're in this business. Companies do it all the time. Every Everything that you buy from companies usually aren't made by that company. Walmart is not making toothpaste. They got a company that's making it for them, slapping their logo on it under the Walmart brand. They don't, they're not in the toothpaste business. You know, a, a lot of things that you buy are from, they're outsourced and they're rebranded to be from that company because that, 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 company understands that their brand is so big you trust their brand so much that you would buy toothpaste from them but they're not going to go in the business of making toothpaste they don't they're not going to buy all the equipment and things needed so think of it like that it is it is a great place to um to have items to upsell to make more money and it's a great way to take a $500 client to a $10,000 client Alex just told you he said he landed a $10,000 he landed $10,000 in business from Thumbtack I've done six figures from Thumbtack. I bought my van from one Thumbtack job, no lie. And it was some drone work at that. So there, there is, there is so, so much opportunity out here. It's not even funny. With that being said, any other W's before we go to after hour? Oh, go ahead, Brandy. Other Brandy. Brandy, wait, we got to, we got to distinguish. Okay. We got Brandy and we got Brandy Davis. Okay. Yeah. You just call me B. B. I got you. There you go. So, um, worked our way through module one and started applying those principles of, um, you know, the proposal and stuff. Um, Scott, I believe his name is Scott. Scott's proposal was very helpful with helping me kind of lay a framework. We haven't gotten Proposify yet, but I am in the free trial stage trying to figure it out. But it's a huge learning curve, but that's okay. Make sure you, but, go, to um, Fiverr, make we, sure you go to Fiverr because you can hire somebody that will create that proposal for you. Yeah, no, but I got the time, so okay. it's okay. Yeah, I'm kind of a control freak in, in the admin, so I'm, I'm a. <laughs> um, so pr- applied those principles, and uh, one of our clients, they've never, uh, we've never done a video production for them. We usually just do their editing, and they try to nickel and dime us every step of the way. But I put that proposal together, and uh, even put together a video that I'll probably show y'all during the uh, after hours. And uh, they didn't bat an eye. They instantly was like, "Oh yeah." that price and the price was high too because <laughs> we jacked our price up and they were like did not bad and i didn't ask any questions they're uh bringing us in from out of state so they're covering travel fees everything and brandon my husband looked at me he was like yo they did not even question the price we thought that they were gonna fight us we thought we weren't gonna get it because i was like they're not gonna want to pay this but he was like oh the video was awesome the proposal's great it, yeah so we're booked we're gonna book you so now I'm working on contracts to get that sent over because shoots next week. That's what's up. See, that's that's the that's when you up. when you show that value, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, we yeah, this is it, it makes sense. It's it's of value for us. Let's do it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Let me ask you a question. Percentage wise, we don't got to get into dollars live publicly. Percentage wise, how much of a percentage is this bigger than your normal job or your last job for them? I don't know. I can run those numbers and let you know in after hours, but it's our biggest payday to date. I can say that much. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's probably, it's at least a 30% boost. Yeah. At least. Yeah. It's huge. I was like, Oh shoot. All right. 
that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's the blueprint, man. And I'm not going to front when, when it comes to modules, you know, and I told my husband I was going to say it on the live so people can see it this week. But when it comes to modules and buying stuff online, it's sketchy, you it know, is. out here. You know, like as dope as you are, and your YouTube, you drop a lot of gems that made us money before we got the modules. But I'm like, still, you know, by the mobs. And I'm like, what if it's just like a rehashing of what right, right. he's saying on YouTube? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was super skeptical. So, but when I got it, I mean, I was what, maybe 20, 30 minutes in. And I was like, oh shit, he really, I need, need to write some stuff down. He got, he, <laughs> you know, he's a, he's really laying some stuff out. So, you know, whoever's hesitating, if you got the money, like go ahead and get it. Because it's really worth it and it's already helping. And we just finished module one and we've only applied like not even half of the stuff that you laid out just because, you know, some stuff we just can't do right now. But already the few things that we got, I'm like, man, yeah, we trying to hurry up and get modules. We might take the profits from this job to get module two. Mm -hmm. Shoot. Let me ask you a question. Uh, yeah. There's a part, and I don't want to reveal it because there's a part. Did you did you file your LLC before you got the module or after? before okay the, when it the part that was <laughs> the part that was about uh the part that was about the melon address did it shock you learning about like bruh bruh <laughs> i was heated that's the one part that had me hot i was like i never thought of that yeah. never thought of, yeah it was it was shocking i was like i didn't even know that was an option yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't know that that was something we could even do and i'm i'm trying not to say what it is but yeah that was huge. And that was like one of the first things you said. I was like, oh, no, this is a problem. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's... yeah, for sure. That was huge. That was that was big, a big gem nugget, whatever you want to call it. But something that I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to navigate because I haven't done the research yet, but I'm trying to get that switched over ASAP. <laughs> Definitely do that. Definitely do that. You, know, you don't know. You yeah, don't know. You don't know what you don't know. What you don't know. I, I agree. You don't know what yeah. you don't know. And yeah, just, so many people out there just oh, just buy your LLC. They don't talk about like how to do that and what you need to have in place before you do that. And I'm like, man, I hope we don't have to refile. So we don't want to figure it out. And Sorry. companies will take your money <laughs> to file it and won't tell you nothing. They're just like, oh, okay, fill out this okay. and we're gonna file because it's so automated for them. They just yeah, it's it's. I, I had a yep. lawyer. A lawyer had to tell me that. A lawyer had to tell me yeah. that. And. I had people go through that and we couldn't find out why they went through that, had that situation. Like, how did they know? Like, how did they? And then we, and then they end up catching a ring of people and that's what, that's all they did. Yeah. Not yeah. cool. But yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. You live and you learn, yep. you know, it might cost us a little money, but it'd be worth it to do it right. You yeah. know, Sorry. especially, you know, like you said, you got to keep thinking big, you got to be ready and have a foundation. So it's all right. I guess. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's love right there. That's love. B. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now we got okay. So we going okay. Let me make sure I got the because we got. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a B B turn. <laughs> B. B. <laughs> no, I just I just wanted to tell Brandy. Um, the the proposify didn't didn't really hit for me. Um, I discovered this thing called Panda Doc. It's way That's more user friendly and less glitches. For me, my experience wasn't that great. They may have changed a lot of things since I last used it, but Panda Doc has it's the same price. It does the same the same exact thing. 
Um, so if that's an alternative that you want to look into for for less of a learning curve, then I would I would look into that, too. So and they have a great trial. They actually had one of their representatives call me and walk me through oh, wow. PandaDoc. So it's yeah, it is. I love it. So another alternative for, for you. I know. Thanks, girl. Appreciate that. I'm looking into all kind of stuff. I know Scott was using Panda Doc and he speak highly of it. I may look into it myself. I know what made me mad was I, w- I never thought to go on Fiverr and have a designer design my proposal and proposal file. So here I am piecing it together. And then I could have went to Fiverr and had this awesome uh, proposal set up. So, yeah. A bonsai. Um, it seems like it's like HoneyBook mixed with proposal file mixed together, but not as many options as proposal file. Has anyone heard of that or used that before? I've never heard of that. Let me All right. let, let me ask you tell you guys this go on the community and let's post those because I want to make sure that they're not lost in the video and the community maybe we can post it under I think let me let me see because I I want to make sure that if people watch this later um they have the ability to go and click on links instead of trying to you know uh, figure out what, what was the name of it maybe we can post it under um I'll figure out something. I'll figure out something. Maybe we'll post it under probably pre-sales. Yeah, we'll One of the pre-sales. big advantages of being a gold member is you can talk to almost all of us at any time. It's true. Yeah, you can reach out to people and be like, hey, man, what you say on that video? And then you can see what it's really like when he shuts off the YouTube, when it really gets <laughs> down. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to get, yeah, it's the best. It's fun times. I'll say that. It's good times. Very professional. Very, very <laughs> educational and professional. I agree to one of those. It's going to be one or the other. It's either going to be <laughs> educational or professional, but it, can, it rarely is it both. But that's good, though. Like, it's, you know, real is real. Um, there's certain things that, you know, you can't do on YouTube. And, I, I you know, I, I abide by the rules, and it is what it is. I don't mean we... uh. We ain't gonna have that conversation. We still gonna have that conversation. So I'll make something and um I'll post in pre-sales um a post and then I you guys can just add kind of if you are working with something different, some links, and then we can uh definitely uh leave it for everybody to to to, to click on those links and talk about. Um I think there was oh go ahead, go ahead. You had your hand up, go for it. All right. So one of these people that I got talking to uh with the Facebook groups. Uh, sent me a message saying that they've uh, already taken a page of notes just in their first 10 minutes of watching the live stream. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good thing. That's, I like that. I like to help. Listen, there's nothing greater than seeing people transition from the mindset of, as we used to call in the first videos, a booty photographer into just the business side. I love that. Um. I mean, I'm going to post that Panda Docs. Okay, I see that up there. I'm going to post that here. Uh, it was another question that popped up. Jimmy asks, when, when I purchase the module, how long do you have access to it? You have, you always have access to it forever. Um, it was another question that popped up. Never heard of problems with, with Bonsai. Yeah, I, I've, I've never heard of it either. So I'm, I'm interested to learn about it. I'm, I'm always open to new things. I was like I said, I was shocked at the fact that after I went through all that learning to create that uh, proposal with proposal file that I could have hired somebody on Fiverr. That was just a beast that can do it. Uh, so there we go. 
Um, one last question before we go to the after hours. Um, it was, can you dive a little bit deeper into social media packages um, that you offer with upsells? I go over that uh, in the modules really as, as deep as it needs to be, depending on your niche. Um, however, it depends on the client. It depends on um, you're good. You're good, Brandon. You're good. It depends on your client and it it depends on what your niche is. And I, I again, I say this all the time. I like to teach you how to think and not what to think because things are different in your country and your county, with your niche, with what your your services are. What may work in New York will not work in California. However, if I teach you what to look for, you'll be able to make that decision before you spend your money and invest in something that's not working. You know what I mean? So you don't you don't need an underwater camera uh, if you plan on shooting stuff in Idaho, where if you're in California and you're filming surfers, you may need that. GoPros may be a big part of your business, or they may not be if you're not doing a lot of action stuff. So understanding how to think is way more important than understanding what to think. And I try not to give you one. I try not to. I, I hate when I watch reviews and the guy's like, well, it's up to you. Like, I hate that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it depends if you like. Blah blah, like I, which one? Which one is better, bro? And tell me why this is better, and why I will go the other way instead of teaching me. Instead of you know, what I'm saying that's just me. I don't know, but I like to help you understand what to think, um, or why to think it, not just what to think. So with that, the modules go deeper and understanding. I guess you could say theory a little bit, um, so that you can make the right decisions in order to build on. And I think here and with lives, you get a lot of information. And often it's difficult to stack it and put it together um, because I don't know where you are in the process. And it's important with the modules are like boot camp. I tell people hate me before they love me because I got to strip away everything you think you know about business so that we can start from the ground and build build it up. Um, and it's important that we do that for a lot of people who think they know business, but really have no idea. You just don't know what you don't know. And it's not a bad thing. However, we have to go back and make sure we're on a solid foundation. Um, so the goal here is to be profitable. Um, and, you know, we live in a world where we are we have a we have a hot selling item, but you still got to know how to sell it. You, you still got to know how to sell it, how to package it, how to present it to get what you are worth. In our mind, everybody's self-worth is is usually higher than what other people see us because we know us a stranger don't know us when they instantly see us. They just don't know us. So they don't value us. Like we value us. The goal here is to help you present what you do well so that it is valuable to somebody else and they will spend the money you want. Plain and simple. So, um, standby gold members, I'm gonna sign off and then we're going to go into this after hour real quick. So let me say this real quick guys. Um, post this on the screen because I've been getting messages but I can't show it while I show everybody, everybody in them. There you go. Write that down real quick because I'm about to take it off. There you go. Um, You know, today I really want to get into the weeds of understanding that business is going to be a majority of what helps you be profitable and make money in this industry. I know it's a lot of YouTubers out there that teach you about gear and why you need 6K and 12K and why you need so much crap to even step outside and shoot. It's just not true. You can you can get the bare minimal and still make a living and st at least earn enough money to buy whatever you want. 
Um, but you have to understand the business side. The business side is the most important side of getting money, exchanging money for this service that you offer. And if you don't take that serious, if you don't make that your primary focus, you won't be profitable, period. As much as I love to create content, as much as I love photography and videography, I can be the best photographer or videographer in the world, have the best pictures that blow you away if I don't know how to add value to somebody's lives with that. I, I will never be in a position where I can afford all the gear or do whatever I want. The goal is to help you build a business so that you can do what you want to do in life and in, in art and whatever. I spend a lot of my free time filming stuff that probably won't make me money, but I've made enough. So I have the free time to go and do what I want to do. And that's the goal for me. I, I'm a filmmaker at heart. I want to be able to have a shoot a movie with a budget. I want to have a marketing budget. I want to go and shoot something great. And that's my passion. And my business allows me to do that. So if you do the business right, if you do your homework, if you finish, if you just like school, if you do your work, you can go out and play all you want. But you got to finish your work. You got you to gotta get A's. You can't just do anything and get F's and think you're going to still go out and play. You got to get good grades and be good at it. So... Keep that in mind as you look to grow your business, as you look to take things to the next level. Um, I'm going to ask that you like, share, and subscribe like every other YouTuber, but I actually mean it. Go to your favorite Facebook group and post a video that has helped you. Say, hey guys, check this out. Um, you know, it's very important that you that you share it and don't just keep it to yourself. Uh, but make sure that you share it with friends. Y'all be safe. We do this every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I will see you guys in the next video. All right. Let's go ahead and get to this after hour. What stuff? Don't wait. Let me make sure I cut everything off, y'all, before we get all crazy. Y'all be safe. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.